Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's RuPaul's Chat Race. My name is Aidan McCarthy, here to chat with you once again about the race of RuPaul's Drag. Today, we're doing Season 10, Episode 7, The Snatch Game. And once again, I'm joined by Rich Short. Hello. Hello. And ha- oh, Rich Short's microphone is not on. You might have just heard him, but oh. there you go. <laughs> there we go. Hello, everybody. A delayed response from Rich Short there. Yeah. On behalf of the microphone, Hannah Slattery's also here as well. Hiya. Hello. I'm. I feel a bit lively today because we're recording this later in the day than we usually would. We are. Like, look at you turning up to our theme music. <laughs> Indeed. Love it. Feels I'm like a late night session. Too hot in it. Oh, it oh. is boiling. It, it is we're, roasting. It's the week of summer here in the UK, so we're experiencing the week of hot temperatures before it gets cold again. Yeah, this is our summer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. A week. You get a week. Yeah. So yes, we're discussing episode seven of season ten of RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race. It's the Snatch Game this week. It's the episode we're all waiting for every single year. Just, yes. a, just some quick thoughts. What did you think about this year's Snatch Game in comparison to the previous years? It's been so much better than like the last few years. They were awful. The yeah. Last few years. It was so boring. Well, we were discussing during the during All Stars three, weren't we? How we weren't even sure if we want Snatch Games carry on. We were just it like, was ugh. Awful. Yeah, but th- this year, I feel like. The ones that did it well, did it well. The ones that did it bad, did it bad. Though it was definitely a lot more entertaining than the years we have had. I mean, I still can't think of Aisha and... <gasps> what's her name? Vixen. The Vixen. I think Vivian. 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 No, the Vivian. Is that something? Shows how memorable oh, she was. Vivian. This episode. Yeah, the Vivian is um, the, the UK UK's, queen. Yeah, the drag ambassador. RuPaul's yeah. drag ambassador. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was definitely my favourite Snatch game since at least... Well, I think All Stars 2 was probably better because... Yeah. Alaska mm-hmm. and Katya and Alyssa were just legendary in that one. But yeah, it's definitely been the best one in, you know, the normal series of RuPaul's Drag Race in a few years anyway. So yeah. I'll take that because we've not had some very good ones recently. And we no. had a nice long episode to let it sink in as well. So it's all good. First of all, though, we've got a little game to play. Inspired <sighs> inspired by RuPaul's Drag Race and also a, a touring uh, show that around the UK. We went to watch Sasha Velour and the Party Monster Ball in Liverpool the other day and they played this game too. We're actually going to be playing a game of... Sitting on a secret. That's right, we're going to be playing Sitting on a Secret. Are you ready, guys, for this? So it's basically going to work in the same way as it did on the show. We're going to have, we're going to take it in turns to sit on a random item chosen by our fellow podcasters on the show. And we've got to guess what that item is. We're going to be blindfolded and we're all going to have some turns at that because it's going to be very funny, hopefully, and very exciting. So we're going to get started. We're going to decide who goes first by playing a little game of rock, paper, scissors. That was my microphone feeding back. I apologise. My head on the microphone. Yeah, it was your head making the microphone feed. No, it was my microphone. Anyway, we're going to have a quick game of rock paper scissors to decide who goes first in this game of sitting on a secret. So, are you ready, guys? All three of us at the same time. Hopefully, there will be one loser at the end of this. I think. Let's let's just have it. Have I don't a know go. What I'm go anyway, for. let's just ready? see how it goes. Just We're just winging it. Can you yeah. tell? You I ready? just stared at them blankly before. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> don't know. Okay, are you ready? I'm going to do three, yeah. two, one. You got to reveal it. Okay, the big reveal. Yeah, three, two, one. Oh, oh I cut oh. you both up. Oh, okay. So it's me and Hannah now. You ready? By the way, they were both paper, we were both I paper with scissors, so <laughs> I, I win. You just went, I'm going to cut you both up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Are you ready? 
Yeah, go on. You ready? One, two, three. Oh, we are oh. both rock. Okay, okay. One, two, three. Oh, Hannah's going first. I got rock, she got scissors. I that mean, then you're second and I'm third. Yes. Okay. Right. Right. Are we I ready have. for... Yeah. You are ready. I've I got am a ready. Question. Yes. Do I take my headphones off? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think it's probably <laughs> that best. That might be a good idea. Yeah. So, Rich, could you blindfold the contestants, please? Of I have course, an I actual can. blindfold because we're very, very professional here. We are. We have all the equipment for this show. We're actually taking a leaf out of RuPaul's book and actually doing this properly, just oh, like do. season ten. So. Rich has got two items in his bag. I've got two items in my bag. And Hannah has got two items in her bag. Hannah is going first. She's just being blindfolded right now. She's sat on the chair. This is very exciting. Rich is going to get one item out of his bag first. And then... Blindfold the contestant? Yes. And then I'm going to give Hannah an item out of my bag. Very exciting. No cheating. No peeking. (laughs) This is very exciting. Just so, so you know. Am I putting like... my secrets down first? You're putting your secrets down first. Right. Are you ready, Hannah Slattery? No. Yeah. So Rich has to whisper into the microphone what the item is without me or Hannah knowing. So you I ready? do, but you just saw it, Aiden. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. This is a mess. I'm going to whisper. Are you ready? I know Both of is. you cover your ears. Okay. It's a shoe. Right. He's done it. Yeah. The secret is a shoe, up. if you didn't know. So Hannah's now trying the time for round one of (laughs) Go on. She's sitting down. Yeah. Sit on the secret. Nothing's breakable, by the way, so you can just fully sit on it all. I literally have no idea. Can you guess at all? Do you love it though? Is it harder than it looks? Is it weird? Are you like thinking, what the is fuck that is half this? Is harder than the other half. Yeah. Oh yeah, that oh, makes sense. Oh yeah. Sitting on a secret. Maybe like move around on it. I think you can move around on this item without breaking it. Oh, any ideas? No. Are you, no. Give, are you giving up? Yeah. Is it a pass? Ah. Uh, that one. Do I reveal what it was? Yes. Okay, that was a shoe. <laughs> That's why part of it was hard and part of it wasn't. I, was say, I don't even think it's a shoe. Time yeah. for my item, Hannah. Are yes. you ready for this? I think it's all right if we if we both see, like we should only have one each other's items for a person, so it's fine. That you yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm not going to use the shoe again, so it's fine. I'm getting my item. Why are we so messy? Right. I'll come and remove. Could you remove the shoe? Yeah. Round so. two of. Okay, the you ready? Item, the item, I'm just going to whisper what the item is. Oh, yes. The, audience. the item is, it is a roll of duct tape. Okay, go. This might be a bit easier than the shoe. Hopefully. <laughs> can you feel it already? I can feel it. Oh. <laughs> I love how you're taking tips from watching it, though. Like, you're probably doing the holding onto the chair slowly round thing that they were all doing. Oh, that's yeah, of course. Why? You can't be fucking. Yeah, that's true. True. I can't. I... Any guesses? I don't know. One, again, one half of it's half. Wait. Yeah, move around on it. I think that's the <laughs> trick. No, you're fine. Oh, she's, oh, she's feeling about. Is it a pop vinyl? No, it's oh, not no. a pop vinyl. That's what it feels like. Would you like to reveal what it is? Yeah. Okay. It was a roll of duct tape. Ah. Very drag re- related. It felt like a. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And I know you've just got Kerry as well. Oh, yeah, of course. I'd be too scared to put a box under you, though, and carry <laughs> on it. Is it my turn now? You're under anyone. I want anyone to sit on it. Oh, my God. I believe it's my turn now, isn't it? A whole new world. Yeah, yes, it is. In. Oh, yeah, here we go, guys. Okay, so it's going to be... Again, that half-self. Yeah. Sitting on it weirdly. Oh. Now it's time for Aiden's round of... Sitting on a secret. That song... Love it. I hope we don't get in trouble for copyright with that, you know. Right. I mean, what are the chances, you know what I mean? Or just get that... me to sing it. Yeah, we'll just, if we have to replace it, we'll just re-upload the file with Hannah's like rendition. We'll let you all know if we get like copyrighted, and then we'll, an we'll give you the singer. Hannah version. Oh, you, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Should I stand up? Yes. I'm standing up. Here we go. Okay. Right. Are you ready for your first round of? Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Oh God. Oh, go on. Oh my God, it's scary. Oh. It's scary. He's even more extra than you. I mean... I'm, good. I'm taking it carefully. Oh my god, I'm sat on it. I'm sat on it. Oh my god. Oh. It is harder than you think. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> I honestly... What? What could this be? It's what? so hard. What? Oh my god. What? This could literally be anything, guys. Oh, did you whisper what it was? To the audience? I didn't, but I'll just say what it is afterwards. It'll be oh. fine. Oh my god. So it's like... It's, so what I'm feeling now, it's hard. It's flat. Hard and flat, yeah. It feels hard like it's flat. quite durable. Like I'm not gonna break. Oh, hard, flat, and durable. Like it's quite thick. <gasps> thick now, everyone. Oh god, like okay. I think it's a book. <gasps> Is that right? You are a winner, baby. <laughs> it's actually Kim Kardashian's selfie book. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I know. Oh. There you go. It smells nice. It smells like Kim's pussy. She did not <laughs> rub her pussy on every copy of the self. No. Right, Hannah, I love her though. You got she's got to choose which one she's gonna do first. She says, "Hannah's got it." Hannah's got her item. Oh, I'm I'm excited Ooh. to find out what this is. You should play this game at home, guys, because this this is really this is fun as fuck. I love Hannah's. Um, this is not an easy game. I'm just getting distracted by, by um, Kim K's selfie book here. Fucking hell! So make sure you whisper into the uh, the microphone what the item is without me hearing. I'll cover my whisper into the microphone what the item is, please. <laughs> it's a wig. Sitting on a Are you ready? Okay, I'm sitting down. Oh, oh my god. Okay. No, nothing's breakable as far Ooh. as I know. Okay, I'm sat down. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> this is so much fun, guys. I honestly. honestly. Oh, right. Okay, so it's really flat. Like, I'm sat very, very close to the chair. I'm just mm -hmm. sliding around on this item at the moment. Oh my god. Hmm. What could it be? What could it I'm be? I'm like moving around a little bit. I mean, we all know what it is, don't we? Fucking mm. hell. <laughs> oh, okay. So I've, I've got a little bit more under my bottom now, and it's a bit thicker at the back. Double <laughs> I can't. Guys, this I'm is really, so funny. I'm really sliding around on this item now. It's really, whatever it is, it's really, really slippery. I really hope this audio does this justice, because this is funny shit, it's, isn't I, it? I really... I, I Are you going to have a guess? Oh. Um... It's hard. It's it's really difficult. Isn't it hard? The, it, the item's not hard. The item feels quite frostbitten. I'm really sliding around on this chair. Like I don't know what this item is, but it's really like smooth. <laughs> smooth. <laughs> um. Okay. This is hard. Okay. Um, you have a guess. Hmm. What's your pass? I'm gonna have a guess. Oh. Uh. God. I'm trying to think what I think it is. Is it a T-shirt? No. 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 Oh, uh, uh, 
Uh, I I need to know what it is. You gotta put me out of my misery, guys. It's one of my wigs. It's oh. a wig. Oh my god! <laughs> That's why it was slippery. Yeah. Pink. It's my multicolored wig. Time for the the highlight of this game. The highlight. Richard's turn. Oh my god! Are you gonna take your glasses off for this? I think um, you might as well. Yeah, yeah. I need. I think I need to. <laughs> okay. Right. It's now time my... for my round of. <laughs> yeah, I'm so ready. Yeah. I'm ready to do this. So I'll do my item first and then Hannah second. Yes. Do you want to do yeah. that? Okay. I'm going to put the blindfold on Rich now. Are you ready for this? Do some speaking while I put the blindfold I on. I will. We do. We have a dodgy microphone. The microphone oh, is successfully on Rich's. The microphone? The blindfold <laughs> is on Rich's head. And the microphone is near my mouth and Rich's mouth. Are you ready, Rich? I am. I am going to get my first item. Well, the first item for you to try. This is the one out of my bag. Okay. Yes. So be right back. I'm just going to grab it. Cover your ears for one second. Okay. I'll shout when you can I'll, say I'll it. Okay. So the item is a hair dryer. You can do it now. You're okay. Um, it's not going to break, but it might hurt because it's because oh it's straight. It's weirdly shaped. Okay. So sit down. Okay. So you're sitting down slowly. Oh. Okay. He's sitting down, he's, he's feeling it. What's it going to be? It's not going to break if I fully sit on it. No. You have to put your hands on the back. Do you get yeah. it now? <laughs> so, any guesses? Is this like, is it sort of like a plastic figurine? No. Uh, I haven't got a clue. I thought it was Snow White. I've got a little figurine. She's my daughter. I found her on the road. She's got a it's little figurine. It's not figure. her. No, no, I give up. You don't know what it is? No. Any Any other guesses at all? Well, I'm not allowed to second guess. Yeah, you I fucked my guess up. Yes, you did, didn't you? I said it was my daughter, Snow White, and it's not. The item was actually a hairdryer. <gasps> I can't fully sit on that. What if it breaks? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, look at us. We, we, we play it dangerously. Hannah's turn. Oh, oh, oh yeah, exactly. Hannah's item. I thought it's Hannah's go again. I was like, what? Imagine. No, no, no. I was like, why am I... Is your, is your thing breakable? Um, I recommend you don't. Oh my god, everyone, I'm the only contestant that's got breakable <laughs> shit. I recommend you don't throw your ass down, because first I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know what it is. Shit. So I just could be careful with it. Yeah? And I just dropped it on the floor. <laughs> Hannah's grabbing the item off the floor. Cover your ears while I whisper into the mic what the item is, Rich. Okie dokie. The item is a Trixie Mattel pop final. Okay, stand up. The item is about to go underneath your bottom. Oh, me? <laughs> <laughs> I've got my eyes closed under this thing, so I was there just chilling. I was having a nice time on my own. Yeah. Right, you can sit down. Poss possibly, but no. That's the microphone. He's sitting down. I knew this would be the best part. He's sitting down. He's sitting down. Right, see if you can get this right. Ooh. Hello. Oh. Don't do that that much. <laughs> is this one of your pop vinyls? Yeah! Oh my god! Is it Trixie? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, she's scraping her face on the chair! Oh my god, I defeat, I don't know, I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be something I'm gonna break, and I was like, I'm gonna break it. Is that, I can feel it now. Is that right? Oh, yes. Oh, so that, that, I, 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 I believe one or between me and you. Should we have a final round of Rock, Paper, Scissors? No, should we have a final round of Sitting on a Secret next week on next week's episode to decide? Decide the winner, yes. Yes, that's, that, that sounds like a better idea, doesn't yeah. it? And no, that what? was. Sitting on a secret. 
Ah, oh, that was so good! Can we leave Trixie's along? We'll put her over here next to the screen. Back to my usual mic now. There she is. We're actually going to discuss the, uh, this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, we will actually get round to that now. Oh, We've got well. little Trixie Mattel as our mascot, though. I'll be putting her over Amazing. on Amazing. Pages. Oh, it's like bend it in, yeah. There we go. I hate it. We're all set up and ready to go again on this week's episode. This week's episode is the Snatch Game, and we start the episode with the Vixen coming back from just defeating, was it Blair in the lip sync? Yeah. Um, was that ages ago? And because it's the Vixen, she decides to get herself into another argument again with none other than Eureka O'Hara. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. So... This probably goes without saying, but do you guys think the Vixen is just going too hard on everyone and everything? I, think she is. I guess she's obviously one of those feisty personalities, but there's no need to snap at absolutely mm -hmm. everyone for the smallest little thing. No, she's too attacky. She's too feisty. So did you just put Trixie on top of your microphone then? I did. I did. Trying yeah, to balance right. our mascot. <laughs> like, I do appreciate the Vixen for, you know, fighting battles that other people might yeah, not she's causing want drama to. And, and she's clearly not she's, afraid to tell her opinion yeah and she's making afraid. good television but at the same time i think that it's she, getting a bit uncomfortable mm, to watch both for her and for other people constantly getting yelled at i mean i love drama i love that she's bringing the drama i appreciate that right <laughs> it's it, just too much isn't it i think it? it's getting a bit too far now i agree with that hannah it's I just, just yeah. And okay. I think that, like, Eureka's really getting, like, pounded by the Vixen. The Vixen is coming she for is. Eureka whenever. Uh, yeah. What has Eureka can. done? The Vixen's really honed in on her, and it's just, it's not fair. I think she's also a bit, maybe not intimidated, but she knows that's her competition. Yeah. Eureka's been in it before. Eureka's winning constantly. She's on the top. Yeah. Constantly. And maybe that's what's getting the Vixen more riled up. Mm hmm. Seeing as she's been on the bottom more. I believe so too. And the, the Vixen said in this episode as well that um, Eureka was, well, the people who said for the Vixen to go home in the previous episode, they were attacking her dream. But that's exactly what the Vixen's doing to Eureka as well. I'm not being so, funny. It's just they get asked that question every single year. Who do you think should go home? You're not yet, attacking their dream. And yet still somebody managed to, manages to get offended I by know. it. Trixie went home, what, fourth in her season? Look, she's one of the biggest stars. Yeah. Like, going home isn't the end of your career. I mean, look, she's got a pop vinyl. She's one of the... Really, only... she's just sat on her. <laughs> yeah. She's one of only three queens of the pop vinyl, isn't she? Yeah. There's Trixie, Alaska, and RuPaul herself. Yeah. So. so RuPaul... RuPaul asks that question to the queens, like, who do you think should go home? You have two sets of responses to that. Some queens see that question of, see that question as, you know, oh, she just asks this every year, I'll just give a straightforward answer and that'll be the end of it. Then other queens feel like, oh my God, RuPaul just asks who should deserve to die out of all these queens. Oh my God, I If know. they say me, I am going to be the most offended person <laughs> in the entire world. And that's what the Vixen did this week. Yeah. She really did not enjoy that at all. And I appreciate the fact that, you know, her past experiences and, you know, the things that she's mentioned before, but it's becoming a bit too repetitive and it's getting to a point yeah. where it's difficult to defend her anymore in any circumstance and she's not doing herself any favours anymore. It is. I think she's very firm in what she believes and, like, her ideals and stuff, but she's way, way, way too forceful mm. with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's coming from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Isn't it? <laughs> I think she's just getting sick of Eureka winning things as well because... Yeah. She doesn't like Eureka, and Eureka's obviously doing a lot better than she is now at this point in the competition. 
especially after this mini challenge as well. Yeah. So RuPaul um, introduces the mini challenge for this episode, and it's actually the reading challenge in the same episode of Snatch Game. So we already know it's going to be an amazing episode. Because reading is what? Fundamental. Fundamental. Yeah. So. Challenge then, because normally the reading challenge will come before the comedy one. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I hope they do do one. Oh. I hope there's some sort of stand-up comedy episode yeah. coming. Unless the other one, the drag queen one, sort of replaced that, maybe. I kind of hope not. Mm, maybe I'm not. I'm I not normally, really sure. Only because I normally do the reading one before. You can't be scared. Because there's two musicals as well this season. There's the share oh, one next course. week. I wore, I wore my top a bit too early. Yes. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention Hannah's wearing a share well, top Hannah. this week. Hannah hadn't seen any of the previews no. so she didn't have a clue. So this is completely coincidental. It like is. Hannah's merch of the week is share. How appropriate is that? And it next is. week's episode is share. We'll be share again next yeah, week. Yeah, you'll have to be share again next week. I mean, it, it's you know, it's just meant to be, really, isn't it? So yeah, what do you think are going to be the the next few episodes? I think there's going to be a makeover challenge. Oh, there yeah. might be another ball. Apart from that, I'm not. I don't know how many episodes are left after that. So, yeah, it could be a comedy challenge. We never know. We'll have to just wait and see. But makeover and um, and a makeover challenge and a ball challenge just seem to be right up Aquarius Street. So she yeah. could end up, especially after this episode, she could end up definitely taking this competition home. So you never know. But I think Asia is a good contender for those sorts of challenges as well. Yeah, but the reading challenge now. Um, now, this reading challenge really surprised me. I think everybody did really well in this challenge. They did. So it's like, yeah, there it was really, really good. I enjoyed it. No, there wasn't anything that was too over the yeah. top. I'm just looking up on IMDb quickly. There's um, 14 episodes in this season. So we still have another one, two, three, four, five, six episodes before the finale. Every one of them's a reunion. Well, yes. how many contestants are left now? There's seven. seven. So there, there is seven. There's We've at got... least, there's, there's going to be at least four more like standard episodes. One of those might be the finale challenge. One of those is the share one. One of those is makeover, and one of those is probably a ball. Well, we so. have two episodes that are either going to be no one eliminated or someone brought back, at least two. You know what I mean with that? Because mm -hmm. there's only four contestants left to be eliminated before the finale. That's if it's a three-person finale. If it's a three-person finale, yes. then we only, we have four four contestants left, but there's still um, six episodes, not including the finale, so... Bit of insider information that's been circulating the interwebs <gasps> surrounding that at the moment. Vanessa Vanjie Mateo has a oh, huge yeah? gap in her schedule in July this year, which is when season 11 is rumoured to be oh. airing on television. I feel like they didn't really predict the, um, the, the sort of the hype. Behind. Yeah. I think they might have done to an extent because they do keep putting Vanjie in each episode. But yes. I don't think they ever realized it could have been this big. Maybe. So in relation to what you were just saying, it doesn't look like they're going to be bringing anyone back this season, which suggests there's going to yeah. be a double... They would have done it by now, I reckon. Yeah, a double elimination. Uh, no, the last no, no, not a double elimination, no. a double Shantae yeah, yeah, stay double sort of thing. When was the last time they did that? Oh. Imagine. Technically, it was when Eureka went home instead of... Yeah. Yeah, but before but that. before that... I can't remember. A long, long time ago. A long, was long... it Ben and Darian? Yes. Oh, yes. It was season six. Right. Yeah. That's the last time. Fucking hell. So, who are your standouts for this reading challenge? Me? Yeah. My, I really, really liked um, Eureka. Eureka was funny as hell. Uh, yes. And maybe Cameron. Cameron was quite funny, you know. Yeah. Like, for Cameron, maybe. Cameron continues to surprise me, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're the two that really sort of stand out for me, I think. But, yeah. She's so good. She's just quiet, but... Yeah. But then when she gets, like, put, like, 
I don't know, she's just so good. She gives me that winner vibe. Yeah. You know, the ones that are sort of always Silent. off on their own and quiet yeah. and concentrate. She gives me that vibe. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing is, when there's a season on, I'm usually quite loose about who I think's going to win. I can yeah. usually hone in on it as well and kind of predict who's going to win at some point. But, like, this season, I genuinely just don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, Eureka was one who stood out for me this, this mini challenge. She just did it with such confidence and such professionalism that you could just see Eureka having her own stand-up show, really. She delivered yeah. her her uh, reads so, so well. To, and, yeah, just amazingly well-timed. And she managed to read herself as well. You know, I'm looking forward to all your reads about me being fat. Yeah, I Love loved it. that. And performance in this challenge was just tight, wasn't it? And then what it did the other? Amazing. And then what did the other queens do? They read her for being fat. She knew what was coming. And thing is, amazing. She took that. Do you know what I mean? She didn't take offence to that. Unlike Rich's favourite drag queen ever, oh who did last God. year, Alexis Michelle. Alexis Michelle. She got so offended, like, ugh. You know what I mean? That's insecurity, though. You own Eureka's, it. Exactly. Eureka's not insecure about it. Yeah. But Alexis Michelle was in like Eureka just owns it. You Eureka know I mean? absolutely just owns the fact that she's a big girl and she absolutely. And also, loves it. I think her like reading herself in that way was so clever because then any queen that comes after her and makes fat jokes towards her, it becomes predictable, which means they're gonna have less of a chance of winning that challenge. Yeah. So it was just so so clever. I think Eureka's comment about the reads about her being fat. I think that's what sealed this mini challenge win for her over I Monet do. because she's so I think, impressive. Yeah, it was I, her closing statement as well, wasn't it? In this challenge, like, yeah. The last thing Eureka said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, th- yeah, I'm genuinely so, so, so happy that a returning queen is doing so well. I think this is the best a returning queen has done, apart from Shangela. Yeah. And even then, like, Eureka has won more challenges than Shangela did at this point in All Stars 3, maybe. So, I'm, so I'm, yeah, I'm just really impressed with Eureka. I am behind her all the way. At the moment, she's probably my favorite person in this competition, just based off how well she's doing. And I would not be mad at all if she won this competition because no. out of everything she's been through, she's worked harder than all of these girls because she's been on two seasons. And just for her to come back and storm the competition like she's doing, I bet she's so proud of herself. Yeah, I definitely. bet she just wanted to tell the world as soon as she got out of season 10 about how well she did. She won two challenges in a row, maybe even more. We don't know yet. Just amazing for Eureka, isn't it? Just amazing. Yeah, She's exactly. done so well. And honestly, think maybe she shouldn't have been in last year. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, she suits this year so much better. I think she so does. Too. Yeah, she definitely does. I agree with that. Rue introduces this week's maxi challenge, which is the snatch game. This the is the challenge that game. this is the challenge that comes every single year without fail. We we often doubt that it's going to come back, and then it always does. And it's the challenge that really tests the queens like drag persona in in general because it tests their makeup skills it tests their comedy time oh, their yeah, acting like skills improvisation and a, exactly and impersonating a celebrity is essentially a drag queen's like bread and butter so. and I really yeah. think that this challenge is a lot more difficult than it looks on television oh, God, yeah. because I really don't know what who, who I would I even do I don't know where I'd even game. start no <laughs> so for, to do well in Snatch Game really proves that you are a talented queen and that's why all these queens really want to win this challenge because it really shows how well they're doing. And most of the people who have won Snatch Game have ended up either winning or being in the top. Yeah. A couple of, uh, a couple Exception of being ex- Trixie Mattel. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. And uh, we also had Tatiana who was top four, not top three. And we oh, had yes. Alexis Michelle again. Your. Oh yeah. 
your trigger word, Richard. She, I'm sorry. She won it, didn't she? She won the snatch game, which I thought Sasha should have won, but Sasha well, should've. yeah, Sasha's Marlena Dietrich was amazing, but you know, RuPaul has that soft spot for Liza Minnelli, so yeah. whatever. I'm and over it. Fairness, Sasha won the 100k. Wow. Well. Yes. 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 Snatch game, but yeah, Sasha won. And of course, we have the most iconic snatch game queen of all time in the workroom, don't we? Bianca Del Rio. Yeah, Bianca Del Rio did the uh, Judge Judy on season six. And just to give a bit of context as to how good that snatch game was, Bianca's legendary Judge Judy didn't even win the snatch game. Bend of the Creme won that snatch game as Maggie Smith. So just shows you how good the season six snatch game actually was. It was incredible. What did you guys think of Bianca's additions this episode? She looked amazing. And I love that she managed to read absolutely, not even people that were like Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like just Bianca being there also loosened Rue up a bit. He was a lot more loose-lipped of the girls in this episode around the work around the work. Yeah, you've got to keep up with Bianca. You've got to keep up funny. He says obviously like when you're going to start doing the impression, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, he was more forceful with it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean though. He was being a lot more forceful up front. Not forceful, but like he was just he was be. I didn't hide behind nice words. Yeah, exactly. He was not there to play, was he? He was there to tell them what they need to fucking he was there do. To say. He's like, you better do this and you better do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. A lot I of think... queens. A lot of queens have been on this show before, but n- yeah. no one really lives up to Bianca in the way that Bianca does. No. And just when you she walked into this room, you just can't help but get excited because of what she's gonna say. Because you have no idea what she's gonna say, but you know it's gonna be good. Yeah, exactly. And then in this workroom sequence, we of course get a sneak peek of which which um, celebrity, yeah, each contestant's gonna impersonate mm-hmm. in the snatch game, don't we? So I have a list. We have Aquaria as Melania Trump, um, Monet as Maya Angelou, Eureka as Honey Boo Boo. Cameron Michaels as China, Miss Cracker as Dorothy Parker, Asia O'Hara as that Beyonce. That never goes right. You know what I mean? Why do people never <gasps> learn? The Vixen as Blue Ivy Carter, which probably topped that off as the most awkward snatch game interaction I've ever seen. <laughs> Monique Hart as Maxine Waters. She's she was the the lady in in where was she like a courtroom or something in America? And she Don't was, ask like, me. I didn't reclaiming know who she my was. time. She's just you amazing. She's iconic. It to us. Yeah, she's she's iconic as as shit. Just look her yeah. up, Maxine Waters. Yeah, Eureka was going to actually do Divine. It was a choice between a toss up between Divine and Honey Boo Boo. She actually went for Honey Boo Boo. Rue was not impressed with Eureka's Divine, but I thought it was good. I I didn't see anything wrong with that Divine. Sometimes Rue just sees one of the characters and decides that, you know what, I'm going to make this bitch choose that character instead of that one. And that's what Rue kind of did to Eureka in this situation. And also, I think maybe, because you have Bianca. Yes. If he sort of felt Bianca being a bit like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably then was. I'm not going to disagree with Bianca. Yeah, I believe Asia was going to be somebody different at first as well. Who was she Whitney going to Houston. be? She's they be... said obviously you can't really do fake cocaine. No, and she was like, it won't be funny. And she's dead as well, so it was a bit controversial in that respect. Although, oh no, Amy Winehouse hadn't died by the time the RSC did it. Really? Oh yeah, I, of course. Now I think I, I think Amy Winehouse. 2011, was... she died. I think it yeah. was around the same time. I did not know that. But the, but of course you've got people who died ages ago, like Marlena Dietrich and people yeah, like that. Yeah, of course. Oh, I did Michael Jackson. I only because I watched that about two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Thorgy, of course, yeah. Yeah, but I think in this instance, it like, she was going to be doing she was going to be doing drugs and like things. Like a coked up version of... A dead Whitney, person, yes. Which maybe, I mean, Alicia was just completely over 
Just yeah, and that's not, it. And it obviously, and of course, the drugs were supposedly a reason Whitney Houston eventually yeah. died as well. So yeah, well, yeah I kind of yeah. get it. I just wish she had a better alternative than Beyonce. Why Beyonce? Anyone but Beyonce would have been better, really. I I just don't know what she was thinking because she could have done a Whitney though without Ooh. obviously that would have been good. Asia's a really smart <laughs> queen, so I'm surprised at her choice of to do Beyonce. You can make it funny without the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I just don't really understand because surely she's seen the other two queens who have done Beyonce. You've had Tyra and you've had Kenya Michaels. Kenya, I'm never getting over. And I believe, no. and I will probably go ahead and say that after this episode, I think Tyra's is still the best Beyonce on Snatch Game. And that's game. something. She had no personality in that one. Oh, whatsoever. my God. I believe she had immunity that week. And if she didn't yeah, have immunity, she, did. she probably would have gone home. So, and that was the best Beyonce that's been out of all three on and Snatch that's Game. Still- yeah, because I don't know. It's just. I still think Kenya's is the worst. <laughs> yes, I, I I can agree with that. I can attest to that. Asia's was definitely better than Kenya's. I don't know if that's saying anything. <laughs> you did a better Beyonce than Kenya Michaels, Asia, but not much more than that. I'm afraid, unfortunately. Uh huh. I just I don't know what her, what her thoughts were when she was going to choose Beyonce. Like, what, what did she not immediately have flashbacks to the critiques of Tyra and Kenya? Yeah, and the fact. Kenya went home. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I just couldn't imagine what you could do to make Beyonce funny at all. I know, that's what they were saying in Workroom as well, wasn't it? Yeah, so like it's what? really weird. And what do you think of the Vixen's choice to do Blue Ivy? Uh, what do you think of that choice it initially? It could have gone well. Yes. But she just didn't do well. I think you need to do a character that people can recognise instantly and nobody knows what Blue Northwest Ivy's like. would have been... If a child do northwest yeah like because n- yeah northwest... even if we don't know what northwest is like we still have a parents to play off to make her sort of like got... a bratty kiddie version of them you know We've what i mean the fact, obviously we sort of know her personality a bit more maybe than blue ivy yeah and she's got a few things that she said before you know do you remember the no pictures no pictures thing yeah. that northwest did a few years ago you know the northwest has done some funny things like even that would have been a better choice than blue ivy but i also think maybe actually. It mm. could have worse. Yeah, it could have worsened it. I feel like picking a child on Snatch Game is very sketchy because it just like it gives you room to just do whatever you want, and that's not yeah. really what Snatch Game is. They don't want you to do whatever you want. They Although, want you to be somebody and make it funny. Yeah, I think. Did Honey Boo Boo? Yeah, but then but she has got so right, many iconic and lines. Done it wrong. <laughs> like Honey Boo Boo has this whole persona surrounded that we all know so well. I you love know what Honey I mean? Boo-Boo. So do I. Watching it with. I think it's oh. we know because she's been filmed. We yeah. know what her personality's like. We know what exactly. the family's like. They're on TV. Like they were literally. Well, they were on TV because there's a lot of scandal. I don't really know what the scandal is, but there's a lot of sketchy scandal there. I'm just, I'd rather put them to one side now. It got um, thingy, didn't it? Axe. Yeah. Mama June. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Was that with was that with Sugar Bear, whatever he's called? No. I thought not. She left Sugar Bear and it was someone who had been to prison for abusing her daughter, Chickadee. Yeah, the one that that had a baby. Yeah. (gasps) The one with the baby with six toes. Oh my god! Something. Oh my god! You oh, learn yeah, something yeah. new every day. <laughs> Look, Eureka's <laughs> inspiring the education of "Here Comes Honey Boo Boo" to Isn't the it? masses. You know what I mean? Brilliant! If you've I not seen know it, that much find about it. The it's amazing. It's so good. Like, do you remember? Her... No, no, no. I'm not going to say. Do you remember anything? We're gonna. This is going to become like a Honey Boo Boo podcast at this point. I know. Yeah. No. Moving on. We're still yes. in the workroom. Bianca and Rue are talking to Ms. Cracker. 
yes. yes. I didn't know this character. Was it Dorothy Parker? Yeah. Dorothy Parker. I don't think I'm too familiar with Dorothy Parker. But the I'm not thing is, lie. with this sort of character, you've had things like Pauline and Mae West and Little Edie who have all yeah. won the Snatch Game before. All these people who the younger viewers might not recognise or anybody might not recognise or, or even uh, Marlena Dietrich who I think should have won Drag Race. It seems to be a good type of character to pick because you can put your own spin on that character whilst yeah. also teaching people who they really are. I mean, uh, I didn't know who Little Edie was and I feel like I know. Yeah. Exactly You've got an idea of who she is. You came out yeah. of that having a little part of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is usually a good type of character to play and I understand why Ms. Cracker chose this type of character and I do think it's a smart decision. We'll go on to this later as to why I think it probably fell a little bit flat. It did mm -hmm. a bit flat. But in terms of choices of character, I don't think this was a bad one at all because there is a lot of opportunity there to make it funny. What about um, Aquarius? <gasps> Choice to I do was Melania so Trump. And I was not let down by this. No, I, I was not. I love at all, all the memes and everything to do with Melania Trump. She just stands there and looks like she hates her life, she hates her husband. Yeah. And she's just a meme in herself, to be honest. Yeah, she yeah. is. Like, she's just completely sucked in. She's just like, she didn't sign up for this shit. You yeah. know, she just wanted a bit of a sugar it's, daddy. Who does? Who the fuck doesn't? It? And now she's first lady of America. She's I mean, got the exactly. blinking eyes. She's I'm got... sorry, but why else would you be with Donald fucking Trump <laughs> unless it? it was for his money? You know what I mean? I'm sorry, but... And now she's been dragged into being the first lady of America. And she's just sort of standing there like, oh, she's like, you know what I mean? Like, what where do I do I? now? Like, what do I do now? Where am I? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? Shit. I've just got to do my best. But I feel like she, in terms of Melania Trump, I feel like now she's trying to do a few things to like, yeah. you know. But whatever. She's Aquaria. a good choice, though. Yeah, yeah, she was a really, really, really good choice. And she pulled it off. Especially, especially in these times point. as well. Especially yeah, you've got to laugh sometimes. Yeah. Things are so ridiculous. Yes. And here's, um, what do we get? The final shot of Room Bianca. Oh, yeah, of course. Because don't they say something or do something to do with Judy now? I can't remember. No, that comes Is that later on? Game. Of course. I love that RuPaul says to Bianca, you know, let's go and have a drink. I do think they are really good pals outside of this show, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. RuPaul and Bianca Del Rio in a bar together. I can just imagine the shit show that, that I had a dream once, into. though, that it was around the time I was filming at Kiki that I had to look after Bianca who ended up getting completely wasted. So then I got wasted and then she lost her dress. Like, with them, actually. I love how that's your dress. dream. In your dreams, you're just, like, schmoozing with all these... Yeah. And in reality, you watch Kerry Katona split up from Atomic Kitten. Didn't oh she call somebody God. a cunt? This um, was... Natasha Hamilton. I was filming the final and <laughs> I filmed the footage that got her kicked out of Atomic Kitten. This was a local gay bar here in Manchester on Canal Street called Kiki. The best local gay bar. Yes, the best yeah. local gay bar. And they held their own sort of drag competition called Kiki Queens. And of course, you, Hannah, you got to film it, I, didn't I you? I think it was actually someone else that someone filmed the footage and gave it to Claire. Yeah, yeah. But I actually filmed. I was you were filming her filmer. while she said it. Yeah. yeah. Dusty Ray so, Bottoms is performing there in a few yeah. months. Of course she is. Yeah, I Dusty got an Ray. Email what I'm getting invited? Did yeah. you guess? And you're invited. I was looking. I was like, we getting tickets for free? Is it because we bought so many club kids? <laughs> Wistful thinking. Do you know what I mean? So, what about this week's uh, contestant on the snatch game? Audrey McDonald. We have, and we yes. have Kate Upton as well. I don't really know Audrey McDonald. I know her from. Do I know from? Who is she? I do know her. But Audrey McDonald is in was was in Beauty and the Beast last year. She played the wardrobe. I believe. Oh, yes, yeah. I know. What's her who name? Audrey. Audra. Oh, Audrey. Audrey. I fucking Audrey. No. Do you remember when we saw Audrey from Corrie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's Coronation Street um, 
A local soap. A local soap. It's probably the biggest soap in the UK. I'm sure Americans know what Corrie is as well. It's still just outside our campus. You know what? You know what we missed out on? I put all Jimmy McDonald's down into Google. You know. You know what we missed out on though. Why weren't Abby and Alana guests on this Snatch Game? That would have been amazing. I know, but the fact with Abby and Alana, that makes me hold out hope that whatever episode they're going to be judging is going to be incredible because <laughs> this is Abby Jacobson and Ilana Glazier. They're both upcoming contest- uh, contestants, upcoming judges in this season, and they're both so funny. Me and Aiden have both been... Um, well, I've watched it through three times already, but this is your first time, isn't it, Aiden, seeing Broad City? Yeah, Broad I City love it. is just... It's amazing. Well, it's it's so funny. Like you, you would love it. Like it's. I just did something really. I was about to say. What have you really done? Stupid. I'm looking at her like um, all her films, like which is her filmography. Who's this now? Oh, Audra. Audra. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was just about to say. I got to say, I was like, oh my god, she's been on Drag Race. Of course she's been on. Oh, Drag of course, Race. yeah, she's on it. She's there. Uh, 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 can right, I talk about how? Weird it is that somebody did Maya Angelou straight after All Stars 3, I not know. knowing. That's what I mean. They didn't, I mean, obviously, just finished filming. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they wouldn't have known. Like, these contestants wouldn't have known what they're doing on All Stars 3, would they? Like, that's all going to be kept under wraps, even to them, yeah. so... It happened the same It happened the same way with um, Season 8 and All Stars 2 with Therese yeah. Caputo as well. Yeah. And it's also the... Strange. The, um... Later on in the episode, I think Michelle says something like, someone else has just done yeah. Maya Angelou, didn't they? And yeah. that's how you should have done it. Yeah. So, uh. so uh, yeah, this goes without saying, but who do you think did the better Maya Angelou out of Chi-Chi Devane and Monet Exchange? Uh, is that even a question? <laughs> Monet Exchange. I can't. Raja saying that on Fashion Photo Review, I keep saying it. It makes me piss myself. Monet like the episode that followed this one of Fashion Photo Review, she went sick. It was her and Arja this time. It was Raja and Arja on Fashion Photo Review this time. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. And then there's Arja all going, ma, all the time. That's what she does now. She just goes, ma. ma. And yeah, um, it was just it's just the whole time that Raja's there going, ma, but this episode, she was going so extra. She's like, ma, it was just so funny. And then, of course, well, speaking of Arja, though, she's got her new um, song, song out. What's it called? Brucia? Bru- it it's that, like, do you remember? Like, was it last year or the year before? Azealia Banks was in the news because she had, like, Rhythm. a fucking DIY grinder thing. And she was, like, grinding all the dead chickens off a wall and shit. Yes. That's because she was doing, is it Brujera? Brujera? It's some kind of Spanish, Spanish, Mexican sort of. Maybe okay. South American kind of witchcraft thing, maybe Spanish. I don't know. It's something along those lines. It's definitely Latin or something, um, Latin America. But it was just her new video is really, really good. And I I'm really so excited wanna... for the finish her tour. I am. Oh my gosh! Yes, we're going to the tour of Arja. Yes, because so yeah. of course she, I don't know. if She'll lip sync like her own songs, or she'll rap. I feel like she'll rap her own songs. To it be honest, it remains to be seen. It does, and then lip sync some others. Like she'll obviously throw in some Azealia Banks because I mean Arja's pretty much the drag version of Azealia Banks. <laughs> You know Pretty what I mean? Much. One thing I can commend about Aquarius performance in the Snatch Game is her the, the props and the different ideas that she brought. That box <gasps> with box. Help Me written in it. This is oh the same this is the same box that she gave to Michelle Obama when Trump was sworn into the White House. Yeah. yeah. So And this one had a note that funny. said help me. And it just made me an RPG. We went, is it from Tiffany's? And she went, Trinity's. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> so funny, isn't it? And like, even she had the Michelle Obama. 
name card because obviously there's that whole thing that she copied. Copied the Michelle's speech. speech. Yeah, yes. of course. So she had Michelle Obama of it. Just she had even the little details. It was the nuances, wasn't it? That's what really made her performance. I yeah. think it was amazing. Yeah, that thing I about the it. thing about Michelle Obama. She she pretty much copied she Michelle's. Did. Yeah. And um, speech word for word. And somebody, I remember somebody made a vine, um, edited her to be saying, I have a dream. Yeah. Oh, I freaking love it, you know. What is it, the, that vine? She just goes, hello. Oh, <laughs> I miss vine for that so very reason. Why? It's so funny. See, she's like a deplorable person for marrying Donald Trump. Yeah, but she makes, yeah. great, she makes a great Snatch Game character. <laughs> and I like to laugh at her, not See, with her. The thing is, though, yeah. you, you made the, the comment about Aquarius Snatch Game being made by like the props and stuff. But I feel like the Vixen, it was the opposite. Like, I think the Vixen had thought it through too much. Like, she sat there with, like, a silver spoon playing with it, obviously, the whole time. And it makes no fucking sense. No, obviously, it's the whole thing to do with born with a silver you spoon in your mouth, mouth. But it's not funny. It's really not funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense in the context of the Snatch Game. I'm just like, why did you do that? And why are you holding it for about 10 minutes? Yeah, <laughs> and the way she'd always death stare, Honey Boo Boo. I'm like, no... What she I should think have she was done. Eureka! I think what she should have done, if she'd really, she should have put those differences aside. See, this gets us back into the whole debate of the winners usually being people who separate themselves because they don't yeah. get involved in the drama. So I think the vixen should have separated herself from that drama, and she should have involved Honey Boo Boo in her act and heightened it and made them out to both be these crazy little brats. Do you know what I mean? That are being crazy and mad. And but yeah. she didn't do that. She she was more about trying to upstage Eureka by being shady, and it didn't work. Let's talk yeah. about Eureka for a minute, because Let's. one thing I thought was creative about Eureka's performance is the fact that she drew pictures as her answers, and it oh. came... See, I love that. that could have come across as a bit lazy and fallen flat, but it was the way that she delivered it in the style of Honey Boo Boo, which really... That is something that Honey Boo Boo would do, and it yes. was really well executed by Eureka. Another example of Eureka's comedic timing being on point, and especially when she started drawing all over her own face. Oh, oh that was so good. Incredible. It just evolved, didn't it? It just kept going and going and going. Like, I think that the way that, that that game escalated for Eureka, there were very small things that she did to heighten her performance along the way, but it ultimately led up to a really like, mm -hmm. great performance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just those little things that she did. It was just amazing. Even that she tweaked her makeup a little bit as well. I don't really know what she does, did, did to her makeup, but it looked yeah. more childlike. I think she put a lot thicker makeup on and did more blush on the face to make her skin look a lot smoother like a child. And yeah. it worked. She looked she looked like an overgrown child, which is... Hmm. I wonder why we've seen that before, you know? With Eureka. Of course, yeah, she's if so it works, good If it works, playing, it works, yeah. you know. We spoke about Bianca before, and of course she wore the same silhouette most weeks on the show, and it worked for her. So yeah. why can't Eureka do Eureka the same sort of technique? Eureka is so good exactly. at characters. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Asia's Beyonce was really... It wasn't just not funny, but it also wasn't Beyonce. Like, at least Tyra's Beyonce, she kind of acted like Beyonce a little bit with the kind of politeness that Beyonce usually yeah, has around people. Beyonce's known for being polite and kind to everyone. Yeah. So why was Asia being so bitchy all of a sudden? I just didn't like Asia's Beyonce at all. It was weird. It was just, she didn't do it, did she? Um, I just didn't like it at all. It was yeah. just weird. Like, that's not Beyonce. Like, Beyonce is like a yeah. really nice... Nothing like she's not bitchy. No, Beyonce's this kind of. Anyway. I think no, this, <laughs> this is probably that's a, the thing though. This is probably a consequence of not being prepared for Snatch Game. You always, I think, you need to prepare a backup because there's all these different situations where 
you know, Rue might not like your idea or another queen yeah. might have already done it. You need plan A, B, C, D. You need every plan All in the, the world. Plan. That is how you yeah. win this show. And exactly. I bet that people like Eureka and Monet and Aquaria, I bet they had backups up their sleeves and I bet they had props for their backups and I bet they had all these lines prepared for their backups. Snatch Game is the one challenge that you need to prepare your ass off for. It's a staple of Drag Race. And if you're going to fuck that up, you do not deserve to be there. Yeah. So something that did surprise me about this Snatch Game is that Miss Cracker just kind of landed in the middle of the pack for me. She did land some good jokes, yeah. but I just think she was overshadowed a little bit. And she was just, just all right. She's safe. And I think the problem with it is she didn't go all the way with her execution of her character. She just let all the other queens speak over her. And sometimes you need to just drag the attention back to yourself. Okay. And you have to have these lines ready for when RuPaul comes back to you because you don't know when RuPaul is going to speak to you. And sometimes no. you need to speak without even being spoken to like Eureka did. And the Vixen was obviously not happy about that. But, but... that's just Snatch Game. Everyone does that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a little bit weird to me, you know, that that happened because that was a character that could have done so well but unfortunately, she, you know, it wasn't bad by any means, but I just, I don't think it was very good either. Unfortunately, yeah. even though Ms. Cracker is one of my favorites on this program, it fell a little it flat just here. Felt a bit forced. I, I just know. don't know what's going on with Ms. Cracker. She kind of fade in a way a little bit. It's like, sad I'm a bit see. worried. Yeah, it's sad to see. And as I said, I think last week, nobody who hasn't won a challenge at this point in the season has ended up winning the season. So that puts yeah. Ms. Cracker's fate in doubt a little bit now because yeah. of course the person who is the biggest competition for her who is Aquaria has now won two challenges while she's won none yeah so it's a little bit worrying for Miss Cracker what about China played by Cameron Michaels her voice was so good yeah. I feel like this whole bodybuilding world thing is so far away from like gay culture and stuff <laughs> it's kind of difficult for people especially LGBT plus people to really relate to that and fully understand so i don't think a lot of the editing didn't include cameron very often but i think that was just down to pure choice of character i don't think it was the best choice into she did well she performed it well and it was a really good yeah. choice in terms of how she performed the character but in terms of how that character is going to translate back to who's watching it it yeah. just didn't fall right for me but it was good for the challenge definitely. yeah yeah that's what i think yeah i thought it was another safe performance but it's because yeah. it was Cameron, I did appreciate her, you know, putting her everything into it. She, yeah, it wasn't she did exactly so well. a bad performance again. No, no, no. It just wasn't as good as the people who ended up winning the competition. And somebody who I've actually forgotten about is Maxine Waters, played by Monique. <laughs> Does that not say it all? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just think she <sighs> completely faded into the background in this challenge. I don't think like, any of her jokes landed. No. I just don't know because she's been doing so well this whole competition. Yeah. And it, she just hit a wall this episode, didn't she? That's I don't it. Really and know I, what went wrong? Like we've got Maya's Maya's. We've got Monet's Maya Angelou, which she she was fact checking everything. Like she knew everything. Even didn't the she? poems. Yep. But <laughs> um, Monique did not know her no. character. Like you have but, to research. Yeah, like even the the workroom walkthrough, they're a bit like, um, do you not know any more of her catchphrases? Yeah. Oh, of course. This next part, oh, yeah. they've got the Jeopardy presenter, Alex Treb Trebek. Alex Trebek? I don't know. I think so. He's icon I think he's more iconic to Americans, isn't he? Because Jeopardy is such a huge part. Yes. It's a bit like their version of our pointless in a way, or Chase or something, isn't it? Yeah. So he's dead Chase. But the reason that that was done is because RuPaul, I don't know if the episode's already aired, but RuPaul has 
um, who's involved in an episode of Jeopardy was on an episode of Jeopardy. I don't know what he was doing. Was I he think it was already something? on it. I can't yeah. remember. So it obviously looks a bit like a tit for tat thing. Like he's appeared on their show and yeah. they've appeared on his show. So it was a bit random, I thought. It though. was. It came out of nowhere. It yeah. was, yeah. But I think, like I said, because he is probably so iconic in America, it probably makes more sense. Yeah, probably. If you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yep, definitely. So one thing I haven't mentioned yet, <laughs> we have talked about Aquaria a little bit, but one thing I need to give credit for to Aquaria is her absolutely insane makeup skills. Like, I was seeing Melania all over there. The eyes, how did she change her eyes? She had contacts in, I believe, but she even the makeup around the like, eyes she, and the shape of them. She changed the shape of her eyes. She it's had planted. in the workroom. Yeah, yeah, in the workroom you can she see. She taped it up. It was taped back a little yeah. bit because uh, the shape of Melania's eyes, isn't like it? She long, sort of... Such like eyes. eyes, yeah. yeah. See, that is an attention to detail that yeah. wins this whole competition, and I do appreciate Aquaria. I think the eyes were on that. point. If you showed me those eyes like, through a letterbox, I'd be like, oh my God, that's Melania <laughs> Trump. Melania. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, I thought I, I, I just thought the amount of effort and attention to detail that went into Aquaria's performance can't really it be was, ignored. No, it's, it was on point. Like, the taping of the eyes, that's just... It's inspirational. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's inspired. Uh, I yeah. love it. And the Vixen was just... I just don't understand uh, this choice as Blue Ivy at all. Like, she was just being a little bratty child. That could have been anyone's child, not yeah. Blue Ivy. You know yeah, what I exactly. mean? And I don't think that Blue Ivy is even that young. She was playing her a little bit too young. because like yeah. How old the is... same age as my little cousin. I thought she was going to say the same age as you then. Oh, my God. Imagine. Is she seven years old already? Seven. <sighs> I look it up, but I think she's around the age of one of my I get shook every time because the... the just how fast time passes fucks me up, you know. Like, in it. Completely. Yeah, it's a little, a little bit terrifying. But yeah, you, yeah. Uh, the victim was playing Blue Ivy a little bit too young. She was being this like bratty little toddler. She's six. Yeah. Whereas Blue Ivy's actually six years old and probably wouldn't act like that, even if she, even if she did act like that in the first place. She's probably grown out of that by now. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So it, it just, it just, none of it added up, did it? No. I just don't. Uh, I just don't get it at all. But uh, yeah, I just and I, she couldn't even play well with Asia's Beyonce either. Neither of them could play well with each other. <laughs> you you would kind of think that that might be an advantage for both of those yeah. queens. They might have. I mean, it should have been. But I think they actually made each other worse. <laughs> I do think so too. I think because both of them were so bad and they didn't really understand the brief of the challenge, they just dragged each other down it was completely. Awful. Yeah, it was fucking awful. <laughs> Something I did love is when Monet as um, who did Monet play again? Sorry, remind me. Maya. Maya Angelou. She brought she brought out that poem that she'd written. I was that the one that included the words hose that I never thought I'd hear. <laughs> it just put Chi Chi Devane to shame. Oh, unfortunately, oh, five hundred percent. Monet could actually spell Maya Angelou. <laughs> very very true. Not Mia Angelou. Maya Angelou actually spelled right. For once. Yeah, I think that that poem was just a bit of a stroke of genius. So out of Maya Angelou, played by Monet Exchange, Honey Boo Boo, played by Eureka O'Hara, and Melania Trump, those were the obvious top three of this challenge, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Who was your guys' favourite? I don't know, because I think they were all so good, but in different ways. Yeah. I don't actually know who was my favourite. That might be why this Snatch Game felt so fresh and just yeah. enjoyable because the top three of the challenge weren't just the same sort of characters. They were it's, completely different. And yeah. I, just, like, I love 
just like the tone of Melanie's voice she was using, the poems, and yeah. how she like. I love Melania, all the like Melania things that we all know that she does. Yes. And then you got Honey Boo Boo being obviously Honey Boo Boo with the pictures. She's being crazy, like a hyper mm-hmm. child. Yeah. And I don't know, they were just so good. That's how you play a child in a snatch game. Yeah, I think in terms of the snatch game, my favorite was probably Eureka's Honey Boo Boo. Yeah. I don't know. I think I they were know. all great. I love the whole. <laughs> Melania wasn't out there over the top, but it was really funny what she was doing. And she yeah. really put a lot of effort into her performance. And sometimes yeah. it doesn't need to be over the top to be good. Yeah, she wasn't going all, you know what I mean? She she over was just, yeah, she was, yeah. And, I, and obviously Monet's was very hilarious, was hilarious and clever as well. So it was clever, that's what mm-hmm. I loved. It wasn't like a pop culture icon or anything. Yeah. yeah. And so, ha- she made her funny, which is exactly. what Chi Chi should have done. Yeah, so it's day two in the workroom now, and I think this is the time where some queens realise that, oh, I've done really well, or some queens realise that I'm in trouble like this episode. shit. God, I think if I kn- knew that I had done badly this episode, I would be learning my lines in advance. <gasps> I'd be doing everything. Yeah. It's just, you know... It's just, I bet it's terrifying knowing that you've done a shit job and you just have to wait for that negative critique, you know? Uh-huh. It was in the bottom two, was it the Vixen? The Vixen was in the bottom two and, yeah. I keep forgetting she was in the bottom two. Yeah. Because yeah. I do personally feel that Asia probably belongs to be there more mm-hmm. than Monique. But then again, I think Monique hasn't stood out enough. Maybe no. that's what her problem was. Yeah, I think so. That's been her issue, sort of, you know, gaining just attention. Just I was thinking, why didn't she learn the words? And maybe it's because she thought even though she wasn't the best, it might be the other two. Yeah. Always learn your words, though. Oh, yeah. Valentina. Oh, to learn yeah. from that incident. <laughs> yeah. So in this workroom moment... Messy. The vixen is raising her concerns about Eureka, saying that she thought Eureka was grabbing too much attention. She was overpowering the other girls. What do you guys think about that comment in general, about she Eureka being too I, overbearing? I feel like if she was too overbearing, there would have been a couple of shots of shady looks coming from the other queens, which is mm-hmm. what's happened before. Like when Asia kept cutting in the vixen in her introduction, yeah, that, that, there would have been a shade noise, yeah. but there wasn't. And I feel like people would have been annoyed if someone had constantly been like pushing themselves I and think... getting in your face. But I feel like she just did it because they both played children. They were next to each other. Yeah. She knew Eureka did better. Exactly, yeah. I agree. She knew, and I, she knew that you could do yeah. better, that's right. I just think calling someone out on how loud or, you know, how big their personality is, is just such really a cruel thing to do. Yeah. Because it takes a lot for a person to get to a headspace where they can feel like they can share that side of themselves with somebody, you know what I mean? It's a sign of confidence and security. It's, it's not a sign of overconfidence unless you're being obnoxious, which Eureka isn't. Yeah. And I don't know, that kind of intimidates the Vixen. It makes me feel bad for Eureka because that, like Eureka's put a post on Instagram only, what, less than an hour ago, a post that says you will be too much for some people. Those aren't your people. So clearly it's something that is re- that's resonated with her and it's now bothering her. Something yeah. the Vixen said it, like the Vixen said it, like Eureka's gone and heard that on the show clearly and not, not maybe not heard it before and it's affected her and it's just... Oh, I'm just kind of over the Vixen See, now. Think, I'm ready for it to go. I think Eureka probably hears that all the time from people. Yeah. And it's just something that she can't really change. Although, I don't really think she was even doing that in this Snatch no. game. No. I don't remember a single incident where Eureka... Cut in front of anyone. Interrupted or... anyone, yeah. No, she just did... Took the spotlight off. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. think she... There would have definitely been 
a couple of shady looks or a shade noise if she had. Yeah, exactly. And there wasn't. There wasn't one. So there was a shade noise or it went a bit silent. Like yeah. They did it a bit shady when Asia came running the Vixen mm-hmm. introduction, but there wasn't one with you either. No, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, I definitely think it's just an example of the Vixen being really insecure about her performance in the Snatch Game. She obviously knew that she hadn't done very well and she was just trying to kind of <laughs> blame everybody but herself, blame everyone and everything but herself. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's just not working out for her because... Obviously, Yuika did really well, and she was in the bottom two of this challenge. So. Exactly. One, one um, comment that the Vixen made was quite interesting, the fact that um, a lot of the people at her shows applaud her because of white guilt. I want to talk about oh, that, yeah. because she does the, this show about empowering black people. and black she magic, is it? Yeah, and she yeah, kind yeah. of takes the mick out of the things that white people do, and she has a lot of people in the audience who are white, and they all applaud her, and the Vixen says that's because of white guilt. Yeah. Now that's pretty weird because I think that you can enjoy a show like that and you know applaud things like that without feeling guilty mm-hmm. almost. I can see where she's coming from, but I can. And maybe she's aiming at more at the ones that go over <coughs> the top. Maybe mm. like they're trying to prove something. Yeah, it's probably the people that are trying to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they go too hard. That's probably what. Yeah, it I'm is. not sure how I feel about that comment. It's a little bit weird. Yeah, definitely. But then I do agree that like, obviously she said it's hard being a black person in America. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's maybe she's probably had some incidents yeah. in her past that's maybe made her the way she is. And it's yeah. just a shame that she is the way she is because I could get I could get behind her at first, but now yeah. it's a little bit overbearing, a little bit too much. It is. It's a shame. Let's talk about Rue's look on this week's runway. She was wearing this kind of black sheer gown, and you can see the titties a little bit through it. What did you think about this? I think it reminds me of another look that she wore before. I just can't put my finger on which one. No, it I like it. It reminds me, the dress is the first thing I thought, even though it's not the same colour, it just reminds me all night's design. That blue one she wore, it's sort of, well, yeah. she's won a lot of blue ones. But it's sequin, yeah. I can't think of what episode it is. I, think I feel she... like it very loosely fl- fits the theme. Men. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah. sequins, yeah. Yeah, what were you going to say, Aiden? I think she wore a similar one during All Stars 2, the week that Tatiana dressed as T-Buzz from um, Tennessee. <laughs> that was with, that's with the iconic dancing gif. <gasps> yeah. 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 And there's also a Twitter account, I think it's like Tatiana Dances or something. It's so funny. I yeah. love it. Yeah, love I think it. RuPaul wore a similar dress to that, but I might, I might be wrong. But I do think she looks great this episode. I think the makeup looks great. The wig looks great. So... Good on RuPaul, looking great as usual. Of course. And um, the the theme this week's Mermaid Fantasy, isn't it? And then, um, of course, they say it's inspired by Bette Midler's Gaga. performance. Yeah. Well, oh, oh I was going to say about I Gaga. Gaga. Although, it, oh, right, that all kicked off. Gaga did this thing during the Born This Way album called Sydney. She called it Sydney Monster Hall. She played in Sydney Town Hall in Australia, and then this was like broadcast around the world. And she came out for you and I, I think it was, in a wheelchair with a mermaid. Uh, she was obviously purposefully paying homage to Bette Midler. Bette Midler's one of her idols, like completely. Yeah. But Bette took it the wrong way initially and thought that Gaga was ripping her off and it became like an argument. Mm-hmm. Not an argument from Gaga, but it became... That. Oh, it was, it was, it was crazy. But it, I think it all got resolved in the end. It wasn't bad. For, this is the problem. Gaga is such a fan of pop culture and such a fan of people. Madonna. Madonna is a How prime example. trouble uh, did she get in? I know, and they claim that they ripped that they ripped her off. They said that no, that's not the case at all. So, so I think the show is trying to cover its tracks a little bit by by showing a clip of Bette Midler. Yeah, 
So they've obviously it's inspired by Bette Midler's iconic mermaid thing. This is definitely the first time people have come out in wheelchairs <gasps> onto I the know. runway. And I do think it is a quite an interesting challenge. Yeah, and, and, got the and it allows them, it allows them to be very creative as yeah, well. Yeah, Snapshot. Can't walk that easily. That's probably why. Oh yeah, I yeah, you know they'd have to hop down the runway. Yeah. Well, out first comes Monique Hart. Monique Hart is in an outfit that she probably sewed herself again because she said that she didn't bring many materials, and you can probably tell that this outfit has been <laughs> sewed I said that last night. But it didn't match. Top didn't match with the bottom. Oh, it's oh. and I feel like she's she was trying to blame money a little bit since she doesn't have any funds. But I'm sure there's been plenty of broke queens on here that have pulled out something a lot better than that. Monique, I love Monique, but this outfit just looked unfinished and it looked cheap and it just the parts yeah. didn't match together very well, unfortunately. Miss uh, Cracker, Miss Cracker being pushed by Bryce. Miss Cracker's look, I think, is absolutely stunning. I think I do. She's got the the shell kind the shell shaped crown that matches the top of the bra the bra sorry and yeah the fin is made out of like sort of cardboard sort of like crafting paper sort of thing and I think that that looks different to the other girls I think this looks very uh, it's giving me very Sailor Moon sort of vibes and yeah even yeah. though it's got sort of a textured look to it. Do you know what it's I mean? It's got a comic book kind of cartoony vibe it to it, It reminds me of like this pop vinyl sort of texture. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm getting from that. Like the head. Do you see what I mean? With like this bit and everything. Yeah, like very plasticky, but in yeah, a good like, way. They, I'm talking about like, like Ms. Cracker's crown and like the fires on her tits and shit. Yeah. yeah. She actually looks like a bit of a Barbie doll as a mermaid. And, and Yeah. But I think it, she looks beautiful. The makeup was amazing. The colors match perfectly. The, the skirt, the, the actual pink. thin of the uh, skirt is just... That Incredible. pink color, that powder sort of baby pink color paired together with those pearls, it's just, it looks stunning. I love it. It's amazing. And the tail, I like the half and half, the two different colors on the fin. Like she got critiqued for that, didn't she? Saying that it would have been nice just to be one color, one or the other. But I enjoyed the fact that it was both. I feel like it gave it that appearance that it was almost shimmering constantly. You it know what I mean? It wasn't a similar situation to Monique in which in which the two halves didn't really match together. I think no, this melded, didn't it? Yeah, I think this was a really complete look. And yeah, this is one of my favorites of the week, like, I think. You, like, as you all know, we watched the episode and we pull it apart as we're talking. But can you see here, like on here, like you've got the, the dark bits there. It's that iridescent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it it kind of gives that sort of um, illusion yeah, as well, like yeah. even more like... The, the, like scales. Yeah, because you've got the lighter sequins here, the darker ones there, the blue there, the pink there, and it gives that iridescent sort of effect, like you said, and it's sort of, it's just amazing. Love yeah. it. I, th I just think, yeah, I agree with everything. I think Miss Cracker <laughs> looks perfect. Tens, tens, tens across the board. <laughs> Indeed. I think she interpreted, interpreted, interpreted this challenge. She interpreted it. I got very 20s. well. Oh. Uh, yeah, mermaid fantasy is exactly <gasps> what this Aquaria. is. Now on the other Here end of the scale, Aquaria. Aquaria did the opposite of Ms. Cracker. She did a really dark look, and she interpreted fantasy as, you know, she played a, a fantasy character who, you know, is a villain maybe, or she's down on her luck. And oh, oh. I thought this was amazing. So what Aquaria wore is this kind of oil-soaked thing, and all high-fashion mermaid. And like, like Michelle Great said herself. It gave a story, didn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't matter that Michelle's version wasn't right. Um, it still it still gave that art is all about interpretation. Yeah. So if you can interpret a story, if you look at something and think straight away, yeah, you know what I mean? Then that's yeah. good. That that's just she's done her job right. Oh, I loved Aquarius look. It's just it was one of my faves, I think. That slicked back hair. Even that again, it's the detail, like with her Melania. Like when she had the blue tears like coming down her face. 
yeah. that she had on. It was just really, really good, wasn't it? It was very high fashion. I can appreciate that from Aquaria because that's what she knows how to do best. So why not show show off your high fashion skills on the runway in front of everyone? Yeah, I do think, yes. you know, amazing. What about Asia O'Hara's look? Now, this one has caused a lot of... A lot of stir. A lot of stir on the internet. And of course it's become a meme. It's, it's incredible. Me. It's like a marmite oh. look. So Asia O'Hara is wearing this neon mermaid look and it almost looks like a radioactive, like she's being poisoned by yeah, some radioactive. Yeah, I think there was a comment about Chernobyl or something during this yeah. scene, if I remember right. And she's wearing this fish mask yeah. on her face, a neon fish mask. and She's literally done it as half fish, half Literally, human like... with a fish face. Like that is definitely art. I can see that, and I, I can definitely see that. I just don't really know how I feel about it in general. I'm like yeah. on the fence. I'm a bit weird about it. I don't know. I have to admit, I actually love this look. And yeah. one of the things that I've noticed about Asia is that she likes to do things that are very unique and things that the yeah. other queens won't have thought of. So we had the Tweety Bird yeah. dress. She had the IKEA daffodil. I mean, dandelion dress. And now well, she's got this fish look as well, which I just think she has these ideas and she executes them. True yeah. to her vision, and that's what I can appreciate about Asia yeah. O'Hara. Like even the patterns on a, on on her um, outfits and the colours and everything. She a couple of times now they've mentioned about them not being like right or whatever or too much. But I feel like that's uniquely Asia, and that's yeah. why they're being questioned. You know what I mean? Because it's something they haven't seen before. So again, I think this just makes her a really strong f- front runner at this point. The fact she is baffling people. The fact I don't know whether I hate it or love it. You know what I Isn't mean? It? She's confusing me. And at this point in the competition, I'd say that's a good thing. Don't Do forget, I mean? this is meant to be mermaid fantasy as well. And yeah. out of everyone, this probably gives fantasy more than the other queens. So exactly, I can appreciate that. And it just makes the Vixen look worse when she comes out after oh. Asia O'Hara. Just, uh, the Vix- See, the Vixen's look, this is what I have a problem with, with the Vixen's look. It's just, it, she interprets the challenge okay, but it's just really basic. Mediocre. And- DIY. Yeah, I just can't really find much to not rave m- about in the Vixen's yeah, look. Yeah, there's not many redeeming qualities. Can you fast forward this so I can see? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, we need to look bye at Asia. it, don't we? Bye-bye, Asia O'Hara. Oh, here yeah. we go. So the Vixen comes out in this gr- oh, green wig yeah. and the bra that's too far apart. Oh, my God, her tits are literally in her armpits. Like, come on. They don't even boobs are <sighs> like that. It's no. a little bit raggedy, unfortunately. I've never seen boobs literally so far apart that come out of your armpits. I know. It's just, it's difficult, isn't it, to, like, critique her positively. And not every girl has a cleavage. So I know she doesn't, she's not someone that wears breastplates. And again... But she hasn't even made an effort. That hemline on the fish, at least have it, like, near your belly button. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, even if you have it start at the bottom of the belly button so it can... I mean, I love it. I do like it when Queen, a bit like Chichi, they're not yeah. completely polished. No. I feel like it shows... And you, can, human, you get to see their growth. But then there is a limit. I've noticed she's right, yeah. a bit rough. Yeah, exactly. You, like, the, like this kind of drag that the Vixen's doing, it's nice to see the experimentation, the learning, the growth. Yeah, yeah but she, I see what you mean. She's taken it a bit below the line. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's I a agree. bit of a shame, unfortunately, because the amount of things she could do with this challenge theme, and she just went for like a just a typical mermaid, and even then the outfit didn't really work that well. Well, it's just a bit of a shame. I was fucked up then. I'm looking at the screen. We got it paused on Bryce pushing out the vixen, and because the stage is almost reflective, I, I I really thought that Bryce was floating. I was like, "What? Do you see what Imagine. I mean? Can you see his feet? Yeah. It kind of looks like he's floating." I am sequins. That that's what the vixen just said. I am sequins. Okay, carry on. Who's next? Was I it? Is like it? Um, 
Oh, a wig's nice. Yeah, the seafoam sort of colour. And, and I, the do, crown... I do like the crown made out of the rainbow coloured shells. See, there are bits of this that do work. Yeah. Put that with the rest of her outfit. That's sort of theme. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Monet. Okay. So Monet Exchange comes out as this kind of war-torn mermaid with the, the mine in her hand. I don't know how she got that mine in her suitcase when she came to the show, but there you go. Yeah, unless she like had it in pieces and she put it together. Maybe. It's in, look at it. It's very like mermaid warrior, isn't it? Like It looks mermaid. You like, It looks like she's been through an actual war. It's like Zendaya. Like, she had that look on, did she? That Joan of Arc look at this week's Met yes. Gala where she just looked incredible. <gasps> this sort of fits into the same vein as me. Do you guys like this look? Oh, yes. I do. The thing that's confusing me about Monet it's like the some weeks she really hits the nail on the head, yeah. And other weeks, it, it's, it's like completely off, yeah. So it really, can, I don't know. I, I, I'm just really interested but to when see she where gets she can it go. Right, she gets it right. Yeah. yeah. For me, I'm not. I'm not. I don't like this look very much. I can't put my finger on why. I just. I don't. I'm not really sure. I just think it. The looks... bit I could do without was the sort of netting sort of bit on the top. Yeah. The cover of arms and stuff. Oh, yeah, of That's course. That's the only bit I could have done without. I think I could have done without the mine, the prop that she had, because it yeah. didn't really make sense to me why she had that. And is I it think a that's why. Is it a weapon? I think it's a weapon, like a mace, almost. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just confusing to me, and I, I, think, I think that's might be why this look is bothering me a little bit. I'm yeah. not sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was better than some of the other girls, but I'm not, not completely sold on this look. <laughs> <laughs> who's after Monet Exchange, right, Richard? We're find please, out who comes please after. enlighten me. Monet Exchange, is it Eureka? <gasps> yes, it's Eureka O'Hara. So Eureka's fin was really, really nice. I really like the leathery yeah, sort of material the, uh, on Eureka's thin. That's what they were saying on Fashion Photo Review, wasn't it? About the fin, they were commenting on how it was. Her makeup. Oh, was it on this episode? On point. It was so on point. I hated that Michelle said that the blood thing was basic. I don't think it was. I think it fit right with her whole Ursula thing. and it just... Evil, like she's... Yeah, and I love that the illusion that it's given, especially that nude thing underneath. It's just, I love it. I really do like this look from Eureka. I think that, again, yes. what you need to do to you know succeed and excel in runways like this is to think outside the box and not just go for what people are expecting yeah and if you are exactly gonna, and if you are going to go for what people are expecting you have to polish the shit out of that which is what cameron michaels did following on from eureka because you know cameron what? michaels did cameron a stereo- She's getting overlooked, and I'm not quite sure why even I kind of overlook it. Like, I know out loud, logically, in my head that she's amazing and she could possibly win this, but then and I, I don't do know what it is. I think it's because she hasn't shown as much during the programme. No. I think that's what it is. Yeah, we're not really getting to see Cameron and who Cameron but is I must fully. Say she has some of the best drag looks. Yeah, her yeah. feathers look where she came out in that black raven sort Incredible. of look was still is still my favorite this season. Yeah, and even in this challenge, she she just did a standard mermaid, but she looks so beautiful and all she well does. put together. <sighs> it looks expensive. She looks so elegant. Yeah, the pink, the pink fin. Oh my god! Like the way the the flout the florals around her sort of her breast and arm. And then the way that carries on through up to a little crown. She's like a mermaid princess. Yes, and the glittery sort of uh, touches in her makeup, looking her eyebrows, yeah. below her eye, under oh, her yeah, chin. yeah, I loved her eyebrows. It was amazing. It looks expensive, and that's what I can really appreciate about, about yeah. this look, because it looks like she's put a lot of effort in. And effort then her, in. her glittery pink nails match her fin as well, and then she's got the mirror. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because she's she's this beautiful like mermaid. Of course yeah. she's going to check herself out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And what I love is how much she pushes the contrast between her out of drag and her in drag. Yeah. 
Exactly. And I love that that is one of her main things is to push it. To me, this is such a really ideal example of how imp- what impersonating a woman should look like. Yeah. It's perfect. Do you know what I mean? It's given complete respect to it all. She's completely respected the process. Do you know what I mean? And she hasn't got her massive tits on this week. No. No, they're not. Well, they don't look as big. Maybe that's because she sat down. I don't know, but they don't look as big. I mean, there was one runway where they were absolutely massive. It was the denim one. I oh think. my god! Yeah, <laughs> I remember, and that that would have been a lot to do with like the denim pushing up the cleavage as well, wouldn't it? So it's fucking massive. Oh, there she is. She's got a mirror waving around, waving. So if you put Cameron next to the Vixen, they both did standard mermaids. Yeah, like, but you can just see how much more effort went into Cameron. They've got the wavy hair, they've got the crown, they've got the. Yeah, hair, and the but... extra fins and stuff. That make, like one of the judges said, it just makes it so believable and real, didn't it? Yeah, like it was very floral, Cameron's fin, actually. It was. And is this the first time they've been on the stage getting critiqued on Sitting stools? Down, yeah. I believe so, yeah. Sitting because... on a seat. The only other time I can think they've done something similar <laughs> is only because again I've been watching the yeah. season 8 today it's when they did the rollerblades oh, oh yeah that's of course that's the only sort of different and they yeah. were still kind of stood up yeah, weren't they were they? stood up where the runway like had an element that made yeah. it difficult to just stand normally yeah, yeah. so yes. of course we've got Eureka's safe Miss Cracker's safe no, no, no. Oh, you, no, no. Eureka's Cracker. safe Cameron and Miss Cracker well, are both declared safe blow up yeah. on the stage Cameron and Miss Cracker and do you think they were both Deserving of the safe placement? Yeah. Well, I was hmm. happy that Ms. Cracker was declared safe because I thought she was in trouble. No, I think they were because I think you've got to take it. I, forget, I keep, for, every time we get to this bet, I forget you've got to count the challenge yeah. in with it. You know what I mean? So oh, here we go with Miss Vanjie again. Miss Vanjie. Ruse Miss losing it. Vanjie. There you go. It was just like Miss Vanjie. We can so go funny. a single episode without this being mentioned, can <laughs> we? Incredible. I love it. This is the Vanjie series and she's not even in it. She's no, in it exactly. She's probably going to be in next season, but this is the Vanjie season, guys. Yeah, so we have Eureka, we have Aquaria, and we have Monet as the top three. Now, I, I think we're all agreed that this is the correct choice for top oh, three. Of course. Yeah, I'd have been angry if anyone else had been. Yeah. There. Asia, the Vixen, and Monique are the bottom three. Again, probably the obvious choice. Oh. I think everybody would receive the right placement this week in terms of where they fell. Aquarius webbed fingers though when she when she shows them on the stage. Even that oh. amount of effort. Like they're detailed. So good. So, 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 so good. And now Aquarius talking about performance, isn't she, during Snatch and I Game? I love that she's just put the latex over the breastplate as well. There's no top really. No. I mean, I think the top part's top, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's She's incredible. So Aquaria then ends up winning this challenge, the Snatch Game. So this is something I would not have predicted last last week unless no. I did. I have to go back and listen to it, but I doubt I would have predicted Aquaria as the winner of this no challenge. So I this... thought she might have been in trouble. Yeah. And I can definitely see why they chose Aquaria as the winner because with Snatch Game and this runway... One thing Aquarius screams is attention to detail, and yeah. it's just incredible, isn't it? Aquarius' attention to detail That's with this true. look and the Melania Trump look. So yeah, I do. I do think the show is kind of pushing Aquarius a little bit to as the winner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it looks that way, doesn't it? But Shay felt the same last season, and then of course we know how that ended up. So I don't really know <sighs> if it ends up as a lip sync finale. It could be all up in the air. But if it's a standard finale, I think Aquarius probably got this season in the bag already. <laughs> yep. um, Eureka and Money Exchange are declared safe. Um, I, yeah, again, I don't really understand Michelle's comment about Eureka being basic with the blood thing. I think they were just looking for reasons to not let Eureka win. Yeah. The third challenge in a row, or fourth if you count the mini challenge. I just, mm, 
I think that, that that rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Although Michelle's critiques, when does Michelle not give um, a questionable critique yeah, exactly. on the main stage? In it. There's always one per week. Yeah. <laughs> if that. So out of Asia, the Vixen and Monique, who would have been your guys' choices for bottom two to lip sync for their lives? Do you think Rue Asia chose... and Vixen for me. Yeah, Just the Vixen. It was not only awkward, it was cringy. Yeah. Like, we didn't really see much I don't of Monique, think Monique, so. I would say it was cringy. I'd say awkward. But, but then not again. To the cringe levels that I had with Asia and Vixen. No. It would have been funny to see Beyonce and Blue Ivy both end up in the bottom two as well. I know. And I think this has eradicated all possibility of Beyonce ever being a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, my God. I, I, like, I don't think that was going to happen anyway, but I think it's definitely not going to happen now anyway. So who did we have lip sync in? It was um, Monique and Vixen. The Vixen, yeah, of course. I, I think that was definitely the, the right choice for me anyway. I think yeah. Asia just scraped it with this. It was her look. Yeah, because I think this look is like, like I said, it's it's te- it's like Marmite look, like you said, isn't it? It's Marmite look, you either love it or you hate it. So. Yeah, I think there's this account on Instagram that does like toot or boot for each of the looks. And this one was really, it was really at, you know, 50-50 for Asia. And I do have to correct myself from earlier because Rue asked the question of who should go home this episode, not last episode. This is the episode where the Vixen and Eureka have a bit of an argument yeah. on the main stage. And I think Eureka was really just getting pounded by the Vixen. She was getting pounced on a little bit. and it... She was. But I do think she showed, as in the Vixen, showed herself aside to the judges, like mm-hmm. that side of her. Because Michelle made that comment when, like, all of her sisters were still under the bus and she went, I can see why. Yeah. So I think also she's shown herself in a different yeah. line now. So I think she should be careful. I think this is, this is now, after this after this happened to the vixen she is now in a lot of trouble she is you don't show your that side to the judges no way jose i i was really getting behind eureka during this argument because she was just I trying was. to get a word in edgewise and yeah. just defend herself and the vixen was just coming for it over and over again and the vixen was starting to play victim as well and it yeah didn't really suit her especially because she really started this whole thing she started it she came for eureka a lot and it it was not cute I no. did like the Vixen at first, um, but now I'm just like, oh. But like you no. said, whenever the Vixen's like speaking, she'll get to a point and then nobody can get a word in edgeways yeah. and no one knows what they're doing. So yeah. It's just a mess. So yeah, it's just a bit of a mess. So we have Monique Hart and the Vixen lip syncing for their lives this week. And it is to finally to a Carly Rae Jepsen song. When this started playing, I was like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. When the song finished, I was like, uh, that's <laughs> it. Cut like, to the feeling, though. Come on. This is the best Carly song, in my opinion. Oh, and yeah, of course. God, Monique was such a mess. It's such a shame because I was really rooting for Monique. And, you know, you could tell the judges and the show <sighs> and the producers were just trying to get rid of the Vixen at this point. Because the, the, faces, Vixen was just pull- the Vixen was just pulling out the exact same move she did last week against Blair. So it, if... Monique hadn't messed it up so much. The Vixen probably would have been going home. Monique was so insecure this week. She was proper just all over the place. She didn't know the words. I'm just... Her wig flew off early into the song. I was like, oh my God, why did did that just happen? And how can you be a gay and not know every single word to cut to the feeling? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... I just don't know. RuPaul didn't even clap at the end of lip sync. You could see during the lip sync that RuPaul just looked completely uncomfortable the whole time through. And after the music... Carson's faces as well. (laughs) And after the music stopped as well, you could 
just oh. feel the silence between the music finishing and the judges yeah. awkwardly clapping at the end. Oh, it was God. so messy. Like, usually, I think the way a lip sync, when a lip sync's so amazing, it's when the two performers bounce off each other, and it's when you can tell there's an underlying message of sort of care and love yeah. for each other they're in doing that lip sync. almost like they're lip syncing together. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, exactly. But with this, because obviously the vixen is just so fiery and all the time, there's just that connection isn't there. And Monique for me. is just so helpless throughout yeah. the whole thing. She's like, to like, pardon the pun, but she's almost like a fish out of water, isn't she? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but so. I bet as soon as that wig flew off Monique's head, she was like, I'm fucking going home. This is it. I felt bad for her that wig because it was. Do you remember I said today, oh, I was like, her wig's coming off. Like, yeah. it was actually peeling off her head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so at gosh. least she be- <laughs> obviously moved did that look. But I was thinking, have you just seen the fact her wig was actually going to come off anyway? Yes. Everyone's so shocked that the vixen stayed again. Like, Mo- Mon échange was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah, precisely. So It is okay. a shame that Monique went home because she was bringing a lot to this competition. And, you know, she was slaying quite a few of the challenges. I think, oh, my microphone just went off. I'm sorry. Feedback again. I think that Monique could possibly have won the first challenge with that, you know, the wigs made out of plastic and the playing card look. I thought that was absolutely amazing. And I just think the show just didn't really want her to be there very much. It's a bit of a shame. What did you guys think of Miss Monique Hart? She was one of my favourites along with Miss Cracker. Yeah. She was so nice and funny, but like this week she just lost it, didn't she? Like Her confidence went, I think. And yeah. when your confidence think, goes, yeah. that's just it really, she, isn't it? I think she was thinking, why have I performed well so far, but they're not appreciating me? And yeah. I think maybe that got in her head. Exactly. Yeah. So next week is the Share musical. Share the unauthorized musical, it's called. Yeah. I'm happy we're getting another musical because I'm not really sure how well... Farmer mm. musical went. I wasn't much. a fan. I haven't even watched. Like, I haven't even got the urge to re-watch, re-watch it. Yeah, like I have with all the other musicals. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully this one will be a lot better. They're all playing different versions of. Oh Cher. my god! When Asia's like dancing away, it just makes me shit. I love it so much. I just take a picture. So of I've it. just seen someone say the Vixen makes FIFA look like a saint. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> I and mean, that is saying something, isn't it? Just I'm not sure that. how far I would agree with that comment. <laughs> I still think Fifi's one of the best TV villains that there could ever be. Yeah, like literally, she is so controversial. I do controversial. love her outside. outside of the show. Because she does so much for like the community and for other people. But on the show, but she just, just turns into this horrible person. I just don't think competitions suit her. I think it, she's one of those it brings people who brings out, that out the worst. In her. Side. Yeah, there are a lot of queens who are absolutely amazingly talented, yeah, but the show, lovely, but the, the format show. of the show just doesn't work for them at all. Yeah, at all. And maybe that's what's happening with the vixen. Yeah. So she's yeah, really popular outside of the show, but maybe that it's just getting to it. I know she said before she loves sterling stuff, but maybe it's making her put that to the extreme. A little bit, yeah, yeah. What are your predictions for next week's share challenge? Then who's going to do well? Who's not going to do just well? Say, I'm going to be extremely if Chad Michaels doesn't appear like Bianca appears. Oh, oh my <laughs> we've, God. Wa- we've watched the first 10 minutes. You might be very pleased. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> now of I'm happy. Course. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, how can they not I love that Chad you just Michaels? said that, yeah. Oh, can yeah. you imagine? Do you remember when um, RuPaul said before the season that there's going to be a queen... No, there's going to be a judge that's bigger than Lady Gaga. And then we got Christina Aguilera. Do you remember? Obviously, that's questionable. Well, like, is she, bigger, <laughs> is she bigger? <laughs> Chad Michael. Imagine if it was surprising we didn't know, and then the share was there. I mean, the I don't only know what the likelihood is. The yeah, only doubts exactly. I have with that is the fact that you know they promo the hell out of share being there, but yeah. then Rich said that you know the show's that popular on its own that 
sharecoming into it, it might just we never know, do we? Make we just never know anymore with, with RuPaul and his little games. Yes. So oh. what do we all think? Do we think Cher is going to appear on next week's episode? Yes I or no? I hope so. I don't know. I can't give a definitive I want to yet. say I hope so, <laughs> I want to say but I doubt it. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Says yes. My head says yes. Perfect. Yeah. That is the perfect way. Yes. Yeah, we will see, won't we? We will see. We will. And before we go, though, I just want to say... Right. Of course, we don't have many episodes this season left. It's what, seven episodes, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we're so halfway course, through now. That puts our podcast at a bit of a, a bit of a crossroads, doesn't it? Like, where are we going to go next? So, we were all thinking that maybe we could rewatch past seasons and then maybe do a weekly podcast sort of in some sort of time. It won't be continuously through the year because we've obviously all got other commitments. This will be following season, season 10, by the way. This, this will, will be, be following a what? My favourite season five. There you go. Exactly. So I'm thinking... I will be thinking home, of... I may not be present. And that's I what, have a job that well, that's what I mean. The commitments, I think we're, we'll be all right to take a bit of a break. We'll be deserving for a bit of a break. We'll need it. We've had two seasons. And if you watch a lot of... If you listen to a lot of RuPaul podcasts, a lot of them are actually done over video call or voice chat. So there's yeah. the option to do that as well. Just Of course, so yeah. Are, just let us know on social media over at RuPaul's Chat Race on Twitter, yeah. Facebook, and Instagram right. what you would like to do after season 10 is finished, what you, you would like us to do on this podcast. And we I'll will... put out a poll on Twitter and Instagram. Please, so, please answer. Like Hayden said, it's at RuPaul's Chat Race, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, indeed. So just look for it on there, look for the post, or just comment yeah. it on any other post. Just, just get engaged. We need to hear from you. Engage yes. with us. Engage. We like being engaged, engaged with. We do. Engagement engaged with, with our engaged audience. Engaged with a capital gay. Yes. In it. <laughs> uh. Anyway, this has been RuPaul's Chat Race for another week. Thank you both for being here. It's been a good episode. Yes. I really enjoyed this episode this week. Hopefully next week will be just as good. I'm loving this series as well. Season 10. Brilliant. One of the best, mm-hmm. you know. It really is. They're just Love pulling it. everything out. I've seen a lot of people saying this is one of the best like, iconic series yeah. already since season five. Yeah, yeah I can... Season five is iconic. I can really get on top of that. Got, oh, let me mention quickly, right? My stickers, my laptop. I've got Asia. I've got Alyssa Asia? and Coco at it. And um, Snap on the top, a photo Laura Alyssa. So Snap they will be on Instagram. Yes. They will be there. You can see my new laptop stickers in all their glory. Go and... on, go at RuPaul's Chat Race on Instagram to see yes. Rich's amazing stickers that he's going to have trouble peeling off, but it's worth it. Oh, God, I know. Yes. Anyway, yeah, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of RuPaul's Chat Race. My name's been Aidan McCarthy. Thank you for joining me, Hannah Slattery. And Rich Short as well. You're very welcome. And thank you very much for listening once again. We do appreciate your support. We do. Please get involved on social media and please do continue to listen to us on all the major podcast applications every week following the RuPaul's Drag Race episode. Next week is, of course, Share the Unauthorized Rusical, and we will be here again to discuss every aspect of that episode. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. So please do tune in. Until then, bye. Bye. Bye.